We're very thankful today to be joined via the phone line by Lorna Schumann with the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. I think I got that right, or do I need to correct myself? No, that's perfect. Well, thank you. So tell us. And it's so great to be here. Well, thank you. Uh, Tell us what exactly your title is and uh, what you do with the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. So my title is Head of the Division of Education. And that position basically is I'm working with schools and teachers to provide resources in their classroom to help them with their curriculum and meet the standards and help students connect to the outdoors and to historic sites so that it covers a wide range of different pieces. So we offer um, entice classes for teachers, which are professional development. We have about 20 to 25 that we offer a year. We, um, and they vary in different topics, um, usually related to animals and the outdoors. And then we have three grants that we award each year that are funded through private donations to the Illinois Conservation Foundation, specifically for um, schools to help schools. Two of them are field trip grants and the other one is a schoolyard habitat. And then we also have lots of resources that teachers can use to teach in their classroom relating to the outdoors and to animals specifically. So there's things from lesson plans to podcasts to um, information about different types of animals that live here in Illinois Um, You name it. There's a whole bunch of things, even pollinator gardens, things like that. And and how long have you been in this role? So I am new to this role. I came in March 1st of this year. Um, Previous to that, I worked at the Illinois State Museum as their curator of education, um, working directly with schools and doing school programs, but also working with teachers and um, creating professional development. And before that, I worked for the National Park Service, not here in Illinois, but out in the Western United States. And I ran um, large education programs working with teachers and schools out there. So my curiosity is uh, peaked. I wonder, what was it in your early life or whenever it might have been that attracted you to want to be involved in the place where education intersects with the outdoors and natural resources? Yeah, you know, actually, I can remember as a small child because my family did not have a lot of money when I was growing up. And so our vacations were to national parks and to outdoor places camping in that. So I just had a natural affinity for that. However, it really wasn't until I was in college and my mom had mentioned to me that she had worked for the federal government as an office assistant, kind of a clerk typist type position. Um, And so I applied for one and it happened to be with the National Park Service working in their human resource division, doing all the hiring and um, bringing people on to the National Park Service out of Denver, Colorado. And I was sitting there one day looking at this and going, this would be so cool. I would love to work for the National Park Service, but I'd never qualify for these park ranger positions. And um, our specialist there looked at me and she goes, do you not have a bachelor's degree in some social science, science or education? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm working on my degree to become a teacher. And she's like, 
you're qualified. So the plan was to teach school during the year and work in national parks in the summer. And when I got to my first national park, which was in Montana and Wyoming, they were working on a new project for the National Park Service called Parks as Classroom, trying to connect schools with national parks and what was being taught in the classroom. And um, people looked at me and said, you're the education major, you figure this out. And I was like, okay. And that's when I really realized that I could do two things that I really loved. I could work with students and teachers and be in the outdoors at the same time. And that probably changed my entire life and the path of it. So, Laura Schumann is with us today. I always am interested by hearing sort of people's professional career paths and what they're rooted in. And it brings us up to today's specific topic. And you mentioned it in passing a moment ago, the Schoolyard Habitat Grant Program. And I think that this is something that uh, schools here in Southern Illinois could certainly benefit from. Uh, Tell us what it is and how schools can potentially access funding for such a thing. So it's a grant program that teachers have to fill out. It's a relatively, I wouldn't say simple grant, but you can apply for it and it's not too hard to get it as long as you follow the criteria. So the Schoolyard Habitat um, grant has been around since 1995. It has um, helped put habitats at schools, so native habitats at schools, for over 551 different grants have been awarded over that time, totaling approximately $360,000. So that's a lot coming out. And so what it is, is there's two different options that teachers can apply for. The first option is your typical pollinator garden. And so um, you have um, 14 different plants that you can choose from to plant in a garden type situation at your school to encourage native pollinators. The second option really allows you to develop or enhance a wildlife habitat, such as native plants, seeds, mulch. Um, You can even build and get some lumber to construct things like nest or roosting boxes for bats or birds. So there's different types of plants, like you could do a woodland. Let's say that your school isn't good for a prairie type, which is what option one is, but it's more woodland style or maybe it's more wetland. And so there's those other options. For previous years, we only awarded $1,000 per school that applied for each one. So a school could actually apply for two grants and get them both, but they would be two different ones, one under option one and one under option two. Um, This year, because we know that prices are rising, um, so this coming year, we're going to increase it to $2,000. And in talking with teachers, what we've also heard is that um, they could use some help purchasing some small, simple garden tools like small hand trowels, shovels, gloves, um, those kind of things that could be used by the kids or the adults. Part of this grant is to get kids outdoors and active in creating these gardens or these objects. So part of the grant is it has to tie to having kids work with it and help maintain it. And you have to be able to maintain it for the future. Like what's your plan out? So um, the actual grant opens probably in the next month. We're just waiting for it to go up onto the website and then it will be open. Teachers will be able to apply for it until November 30th. Now, something else to keep in mind 
and this is where some teachers actually don't get funded, and it's the biggest thing, and the biggest hint I can tell teachers, is make sure you give yourself plenty of time before the November 30th deadline. What we find the biggest thing is, is making sure that the administrator who has to sign off on the grant gets there before the deadline on the 30th. And so we see quite a few grants that aren't funded because it's two, three, four weeks after the deadline. So all the paperwork has to be done ahead of time, has to be signed off by an administrator that could be a principal or a superintendent. Um, it just depends on the size of the school district. But it's a great program to really change the school grounds into a natural native habitat for wildlife. We're so thankful to be joined today by Lorna Schumann. She is with the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. I also want to ask this question. It just happens to come to my mind. With your experience around the country at various um, national sites and and historic sites, natural parks and whatnot, um, what is it that stands out to you about those sites here in Illinois that might be unique uh, than other places? Because I think having grown up here, I take a lot of the stuff that's around us in southern Illinois and central Illinois kind of for granted because it's just always been a part of the landscape. Right. You know, Illinois is really amazing. There's such variety, and I don't think we always realize that. Um, Being from the West, when you think about Illinois, you think of it being really flat. And when we look at Illinois, it isn't necessarily flat. Throughout the state, there's hills, there's rocky areas, there's beautiful canyons, there's beautiful extended plains. We have so many different habitats here. We have the wetlands habitat, we have the forest habitat, and we have the prairie habitat. And all of those come together and interconnect and intersect here in Illinois, giving us a huge diversity of plants and animals and allowing us to see animals from all different places. So it's really um, amazing to see the diversity that we have and be able to go from plains to forests and to wetlands in a relatively short and small time period. Well, once again, we appreciate your time today. Again, it's the Schoolyard Habitat Grant Program. Uh, Give us the website where people can find out more about that again. Yes, of course. So... The website is DNR, stands for Department of Natural Resources, dot Illinois, dot gov, slash education, dot HTML. And if someone's having trouble finding it, go ahead and just Google IDNR education, and it'll get you there, too. And when you come to that page, there's a big button on the page that says grants, and that's where you press. And you'll see the schoolyard, the biodiversity, and the historic sites um, grants. And so teachers are welcome to apply for all of that. We have the money. We want to award these to them, and we don't get enough people to actually apply for it that it ever exceeds the money that we have. Well, hopefully we can help uh, change that narrative uh, this coming year. So, Lorna, thank you so much for your time. We hope you have a great day. Thank you so much, Will, and I appreciate the opportunity. You have a great day also.